0: Welcome to Limitless, Yvonne the Podcast. I'm your host, Yvonne Sharma. Tune in every Friday where I'll be bringing guests to talk about their struggles and hardships in life while knowing what their limiting beliefs were and what limitless means to them. Welcome to episode 69. I'm here with Ralidza. Welcome to my show. How are you?
1: I'm doing great. Thanks. How are you doing today?
0: I'm good. I'm good. Can you let the listeners and audience know a little bit about yourself?
1: Absolutely. Yeah. Thank you for having me, first of all, and for listening to our stream of consciousness and connection. Um, I am Relitza. I moved from Bulgaria to Canada when I was three. And so overcoming a lot of barriers, moving all my life, um, I ended up going to medical school, graduating, and when I finished, I actually ended up going to teach medical school and then high school life science, and there was GED. So I've kind of been on this ever-flowing trajectory of change. <laughs> and oh, change wow. change has been something that happens that's been happening my whole life.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, and so I would say by now I'm a change specialist. <laughs> <laughs> I
0: like that. I'm like <laughs> Yeah, well, going back a little bit. So, can we talk about like a little bit of your hardships and struggles growing up?
1: Sure. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so i I've now transitioned into the career of transformational coaching, Amazing. which basically uses my change specialty to my benefit and the benefit of anyone who comes to me that I can support. Uh, But growing up, I didn't have that. I didn't have a lot of guidance, mentorship, Um, moving to Canada. It was really hard for my parents because they started from literally from nothing. Like they had great positions when they were in Bulgaria and they came here, they didn't know the language, didn't have any kind of financial foundation, nothing. So I think one of the hardest things growing up was, not having the guidance and mentorship of how to do things because they just didn't know it was all new to them. And because we moved so often, I didn't have a community to fall back on. And so I would say, you know, having mentorship and having community are two things that are my strongest probably values, community is definitely a core value of mine. Um, and I think establishing that has really changed my life. And so I would say my bigger hardships is is probably growing up in, in a state of constantly moving and mm. not being able to have long-term relationships with friends, with family members that are around, you know, just the support system. Yeah. yeah.
0: What was like the things going through your mind, like your limiting beliefs? Those times,
1: yeah, I I don't know that at those times I necessarily um, I was necessarily aware of my limiting beliefs. Yeah, when think, when you
0: became aware,
1: yeah, becoming aware is it's it's an ongoing <laughs> becoming aware. Actually, um, I think especially in the coaching world, it every day we face an opportunity to become aware uh, of where, you know, our limiting beliefs come from. And a lot of it does go back to childhood. Uh, and so I think a lot of my, the biggest thing that comes up right now is like people pleasing for me, you know, being, first of all, sacrifice and people pleasing. Yeah. So sacrifice being self-sacrificial for the sake of someone else. And I just talked about this earlier on my live, um, but yeah, just letting go of that need to put others first has really transformed the way that I do things, the way that I show up in my life and the way that I call people forward as well, because when I on the Enneagram, I'm a three wing two. So I'm an achiever helper. (laughs) So having my, my value validated by showing up in the world and doing things like taking action, um, but then serving others. And so I would say my biggest obstacle or biggest block that I've been able to outgrow is the showing up for others versus showing up for myself. And As I've been able to show up first for myself, I have been able to show up so much more for others, but from this nurtured place, from this like, oh, now I can hear my higher self calling me forward to do more, to do bigger things in a bigger way, which is more impactful. So I guess I want to normalize the fact for others who are thinking that saying yes to yourself is selfish. It is the most selfless thing you can do to take care of yourself because then you take that responsibility away from others. Oh wow! And then it's yours, and then you grow and you flourish. And then, yeah, it's just it's one of the most beautiful processes I've I've gone through. And yeah,
0: oh, wow! Can you take us through a little bit of that experience of transformation for yourself?
1: Yeah, I think it's, so. For me, transformation really happens when we're when we're trying to do something and we meet it with an awareness of it's really truly how is life trying to serve me and I think that that paradigm shift that mindset change um is really what serves me every single time that anything happens I don't think of it anymore as something's happening to me like we Mm. call it the victim mentality and I think a lot of people don't like to hear victim like they don't want to be the victim Um, and so I would say, you know, coming from that mentality to really taking a step back and being aware of the entire situation and having a bigger lens on it, and just thinking about every situation of how is this trying to serve me, and what am I meant to learn? How am I meant to grow from this? And coming from that perspective, it's very different to approach challenges, blocks, obstacles, um, difficult experiences in life. I think it just it gives that sort of space and permission for curiosity, for allowing things to be a blessing in disguise without so many judgments and without so much attachment. Yeah. Yeah, So, yeah, I think that's where transformation happens when we get really curious and we start to ask ourselves, what is this trying to teach me? How can I learn from this?
0: Amazing. Amazing. So Mm -hmm. I'm curious, how did you get into transformation coaching? what started it for you?
1: That's a really great question. So um, I would say when 2020 hit, the big news hit. <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> yeah, I think that was probably, it was funny because it was a few weeks before that. So I remember a very pivotal moment in my life experience. I was I was teaching in Aruba, I was on the treadmill, and I was reading the Celestine Prophecy, which is a book that I would recommend to everyone and anyone that's kind of like on this verge of awakening. Um, But I was reading the Celestine Prophecy, and I was reading about how, you know, the world's going to come to this place, and there's the haves and the have-nots, and how like we navigate the world as humans. And then I heard in my head, as loud as day, you need to get out of there. Or I don't care what happens. I will cause a world war if I have to, but I'm getting you out. And I was just about to buy a house. And so I had no interest in leaving. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And then a week later, the pandemic was announced. And I was like, oh, okay. I need to go <laughs> this is my warning sign like let's go and so yeah I was uh, in Aruba I was doing a lot it was I was teaching four jobs single mom like all the things in a toxic relationship which just was absolutely not working all, all of the ways that I know I'm not showing up as my true self they were blaring signs but I was ignoring them no. So fast forward two months, I remember being back in Canada, sitting in a bathtub, not being able to sit still and realizing that I am extremely like hyper stimulated. My nervous system is on 10. I needed to do something about it. So I actually started watching webinars, listening to podcasts, everything you could consume on what's going on in this kind of space this sudden transformations these new awarenesses all the things and then I asked myself what kind of lifestyle do I want to have and what am I really really good at that just comes naturally to me and as soon as I asked that question it's almost like God the universe mother nature just dropped it on me and all of these coaches started coming into my feed and on my podcasts, and like everything that I heard was about coaching and it's funny because I remember back about a year prior, one of my friends who's a lawyer said to me, you would be an amazing coach. No. And I remember hearing that and being like, coach, like, I don't know, <laughs> what, what is that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's, that must be some kind of joke. Like I'm a doctor, I'm a teacher. What are you talking about coach? So I absolutely judged it. And now looking back, that was my biggest sign that that was my calling. And that was my human condition being like, you're not ready yet. <laughs> You don't see the blessing, you're not ready. Yet. <laughs> so, yeah, I think I had to go through that valley to really appreciate and recognize truly what coaching is. And from consuming all the material, I took two different certification courses one of them for health and life coaching, and one of them for this mastery method that goes super deep. I recognize as I stepped into myself, as I received coaching in the programs, as I was able to transform my blocks, this is so much greater of a call to healing than medical school ever was for me. So that's how coaching found me. I can't say mm-hmm. that I found coaching.
0: Coaching <laughs> found you well. <laughs>
1: coaching found me, totally, yeah.
0: Amazing, amazing. Well, did you have like a, inspiration that got you there or just that friend? Who
1: yeah, else? that's, that's a really great question. So I would say my inspiration was definitely my current uh, mentor coach, Alyssa Obriga. I remember I was looking at different coaching programs, and a lot of them were very much in like the doing and the action and the planning and the hiring and the, you know, pushing people for sales. And I was like, that's not my style. Like I'm not here to sell. I've been in sales, I've been in optical sales and I've I've done that and it's just not my it's not my way. I've always just served even in sales. And so it's really interesting because when I would listen to her, I would hear the part of me that was unfulfilled mm. in that divine feminine energy and I'm like I want more of that. Like I want to be able to hold that. I want to be able to have that for my son for the people who come to me and I just it was just a natural it was almost like her energy mellowed me out to mm. the point where it was undeniable like wow. it was again a calling it was one of those things that I just knew yeah yeah but I had that resistance around money about signing up it's oh, too expensive like yeah, all the money yeah, stories. Yeah, yeah yeah so I waited a year and then I signed up <laughs> oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah.
0: Uh-huh. amazing to end off our segment, what would you say what limitless or being that means to you?
1: Say that again, sorry?
0: What does being limitless mean to you?
1: I love that question. I would say being limitless I would say being limitless requires or what it is to me is trusting. Like it's really trusting and for me it comes as a calling. It's really something drops in and I hear it, or I see it, I'm a visionary. And so when I see something, it's like, okay, that feels really big. And I trust it, and I'm going to follow it. So I think limitlessness to me is not necessarily a pushing to do things that we want. Limitlessness to me, drops in when I trust what is for me. And if I'm trying to navigate my life and something's not working, trusting the resistance and trying a different path and just meeting it with curiosity. And I think when it comes to actually pushing our capacity as humans, when we when we reach something that is a block versus a redirection, I think it's really important to be able to intuitively know ourselves very well to know that the resistance of growth is very different than the resistance of redirection. And I think pushing the resistance of growth, but in a way that's curious, in a way that's open to play, in a way that's really just, yeah, it's like in that divine feminine and masculine (laughs) energy of like playing and doing and just trying the things and i think that's where we become limitless when we when we find that flow that flow state of like all the things just happening for us
0: amazing wow i love yeah. that thank <laughs> you so much for your time
1: yeah thank you so much for having me this is amazing
0: thank you for listening to episode 69 trusting your calling with Ralitza Spazanova. What resonated with you guys? Let me know over at Instagram. And tag me on your Instagram stories. At Limitless underscore IPAN. And if you haven't done so, please remember to subscribe over at Spotify, Apple Podcast, and now on YouTube. And remember, stay Limitless.